Painfully, I learned a long time ago that victories in this work of organizing and fighting for justice and fighting for families who've been impacted by police violence or mass incarceration or white supremacist violence, those victories are few and far between. But when you have one, no matter how small, even if it was just a smaller part of a larger goal in the pursuit of justice, you have to celebrate it. So today, I want to thank all of you for your hard work in pursuing that William Roddy Bryan be arrested for the murder of Ahmaud Aubrey. He was finally arrested last night, and none of that would have happened without your phone calls, without your emails, without all of our pressure, without the work of organizers and activists on the ground. Thank you. I want to unpack and explain some of what happened last night and talk about what's next. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. If you didn't already know, on Fridays, every single Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, we have a live version of The Breakdown where I take nearly two hours to unpack and explain the cases that I'm working on, issues of injustice and justice around the world, I normally have special guests. Uh, we have a, a video and audio clips that I'm able to to show you and play for you in a way that I just can't do here over the podcast. And if you're not yet watching it, we want everybody to check it out, not just today, but you can see all the archives of our previous episodes. Today, I believe, will be episode number four. And uh, we're super proud of all of our patrons on Patreon uh, who have help to underwrite the cost of the video production and the team and the staff, particularly during this pandemic. And if you want to support that work, you can go to patreon.com slash the breakdown, patreon.com slash the breakdown, chip in at any level. We need your support and we want all of the listeners of the breakdown to finally chip in and support and underwrite the cost of what we do. Again, you can go to patreon.com Slash the breakdown. I feel two kind of ways about William Roddy Bryan being arrested last night. First, first and foremost, I am glad that he was arrested. And listen, this is not. The first case I've worked on, I know that an, an arrest is not a conviction. I, I keep seeing people tell us that, yes, we understand that, but you can't have a conviction without an arrest. So it's an important step. It's a necessary step. We know it's not the end. And again, we've been through, sadly, hundreds of cases. And so we understand painfully that it's not the end. But we have to celebrate the small victories along the way. And And what we know, and this is like, so I'm, I'm perfectly glad and 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 pleased that he was was arrested. It was necessary. I'm glad that he was charged with felony murder. I think all of the charges in his case and in in Gregory and Travis McMichael, the charges are appropriate. I think there's actually going to be a good, solid prosecutor on the case. So I feel good about the prospects. We're not letting up. But there's another part of me that is furious that it took 
millions of us. And that's what we're talking about here. It took making Ahmaud Aubrey into a household name. And it took 500,000 people running in his name and millions of people sending emails and completing petitions and making phone calls to demand that the three men who hunted him down and boxed him in, then shot and killed him, and then went on about their lives as if nothing happened, protected by police and prosecutors, not in one county, but in three different counties, as they passed the case around like a hot potato, that it took all of this. It took deep financial investment from our team and our organizers and our donors and backers. It took the media covering it on every news station. It took all of this for something that, under a little bit of investigation, was obvious to the Georgia Bureau of Investigations. They arrested Travis and Gregory McMichael within 36 hours of of getting to Brunswick and doing the investigation, 36 hours. But they had no intention to Georgia Bureau of Investigations, GBI is what they call it there in Georgia. The GBI had no intention on arresting William Roddy Bryan, and it appeared that they were going to let that slide. And when the Georgia governor and attorney general appointed a new district attorney, the district attorney of Cobb County, several hundred miles away to oversee the case, We had to call her office. Yesterday, we called her office nearly 12,000 times. That's not, I don't mean that rhetorically. I mean that literally. Over 12,000 phone calls were made to her office. And we were doing that every single day, day in and day out, to say, arrest this man, to present to her. Like, we literally had to publicly release evidence and videos and make statements. And even with that, it took Days and days of relentless effort on behalf of our team and many organizing teams and investigators and attorneys and volunteers and donors just to get this man arrested. And it goes back to to what you will hear me say here and elsewhere all the time, and I just can't get it out of my mind, is that this system was not built, was not constructed, was not imagined with our justice in mind. It was meant to oppress one group of people and protect another. And anytime we get it to actually hold somebody accountable that it was actually meant to protect, it takes a mammoth Herculean effort. And I want to take time out to thank all of you. If you're listening to this and you made a single phone call, or you locked that number in your phone, if you called over and over again, if you filled out the petition and sent emails, if you posted on social media, if you did a run on Ahmad's birthday or Mother's Day weekend, I just want you to hear from me. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. And I don't think that we could have done any of this without you. And I hope you feel like you were a part of getting this case this far. Over the next few days, we are not going to relent. We have learned that there are other people, particularly Officer Rash from the Glenn County Police Department. We have learned that he encouraged local residents in that neighborhood 
to basically act as vigilantes. And thankfully, we've seen something over the past few days that you rarely see. We've seen multiple other police departments and police chiefs say that that was inappropriate, unethical, and potentially illegal. At the moment in which an officer of the law is encouraging people in that neighborhood not to call 911, but to call a particular person in the neighborhood to act as if he was a deputy or a sheriff or an officer, which he was not. That's, it's not only dangerous, it caused the lynch mob mentality to grow in that neighborhood. And they decided that they were going to take matters into their own hands. And in doing so, they killed a man who not only didn't deserve death, but didn't even deserve a confrontation. And they were encouraged to do that by the Glenn County Police Department. And we're going to weigh in on that in the days ahead. We're going to continue to put pressure on this case. You'll see me, in some ways, pivot more of my energy over to the Breonna Taylor case because the progress that we need there, uh, we haven't had yet. And I posted something this morning that has me incredibly frustrated. Nearly every decision maker in Georgia on this case is a Republican, often a deeply conservative Republican. And under pressure, I want to be clear, they responded under great duress. But under pressure, they were responsive. The district attorney, the GBI, the governor, the attorney general, and others, all Republicans, under our immense pressure, they were responsive and even reached out to the family and others with care and concern. In Kentucky, we haven't seen that. And Democrats are the mayor, the district attorney, the governor, and the family of Breonna Taylor has barely heard from them. So not only has there been very little talk, there's been next to no action. And um, it's infuriating because we are putting that same level of pressure. Local organizers on the ground are doing it, and we are doing it from our campaigns. And yet, um, the type of movement and responsiveness that we expect to see, we haven't seen, and that's with Democrats in power. And so, you know, I said it, I'm not, I'm not going to become a Republican, but I'm also not going to let Democrats slap us in the face and pretend like I like it. And they just haven't been responsive in this case. And I say that as somebody who's in constant daily contact with the attorneys in that case, and we are growing increasingly frustrated at the inaction there. It's now been two months. The investigation from the police department, which is a sham anyway, is closed. And yet the mayor, the district attorney, the governor and others are failing to act in a way that we finally, after putting pressure, saw them act in Georgia under Republican leadership. So we need Democrats to step up and uh, we're going to continue to put pressure on them. Again, um, every Friday, we go live online with The Breakdown Live. It's a two-hour video show um, of me not only taking your questions and interacting with the audience but then I'm able to show you visibly some of what we're working on and thinking through. 
and I'd love for you to check that out again. If you're not yet a patron, you can join at patreon.com slash the breakdown and you can watch today's episode and our past few episodes at twitch.tv slash the breakdown. Check it out. Break it down. The break, the break, the break, the break, the break.